This is the Finding What's True podcast. This is a podcast about being really honest with yourself and seeing what happens when that truth is your compass. Let's see where it takes us. Hey everybody, how are you doing? Happy Monday. It has been a beautiful weekend here in Southern California. All the rain has left the mountains just snowy and gorgeous. It looks like we live in Colorado or something. Um, I went for a hike this weekend in a place called Eaton Canyon, and I've hiked there on and off for 20 years, and there's this riverbed that you cross, and it has never had more than just like puddles <laughs> like when it rains it, you get like a puddle you know in the rocks and like the crags of the rocks um but when I went there was a actual rushing river that had logs and people were trying to cross on these big stones and like there's signs everywhere flash flood area <laughs> people were still trying to cross it <laughs> But it looked like it had always been there. It was incredible. It looked like it had always been there. Um, so that was my weekend. And um, went to bed last night. And my oldest said she had a sore throat. And she is sick. So here we are on a Monday morning. Sick babies. Beautiful weather. And I also had my first gathering of the Slow Down Sister group on Zoom which was so beautiful. And we focused on this idea that has been coming up kind of since I started reading and contemplating creativity and spirituality, this idea of our attention. And as I was trying to think about what I wanted us to focus on, this is why I love when you start to think about something, you have a question in your mind, the answers will come to you in like many different sources. <laughs> and that's what happened. I, I, um, there's this Substack writer, the very first Substack writer I'd ever read who really inspired me, Marley, um, who writes Monday, Monday. She has this Substack called Monday, Monday. And she, put out a little notice that she was going to be working with this woman named Amelia. I don't know if I'm going to say her last name right. Hruby, H-R-U-B-Y. Um, she runs a podcast studio called Softer Sounds. And she helps people produce podcasts. Um, but she also has a podcast called Off the Grid, which I started listening to. And I started listening to it because she is talking to folks about how she took her business off of social media and built kind of this beautiful thriving business without it, which is like people don't feel like that's possible these days. Um, but I got this email from her and she sent this little phrase and it just has stuck with me. And it, she said, your attention is sacred. Your attention is sacred. And then she went on to say, I invite you to treat yourself and your time as sacred too. And I just started thinking about that and that 
that way of looking at our attention as something sacred because something sacred is really to be like honored protected um but i don't always think of my attention that way i'm out in the world and you're getting bombarded all the time but to think of it as something sacred i think puts you in a position of really wanting to steer it in a direction right and it's come up in other readings that I've done with Karita Kent. Um, she talks about paying attention um, and Linda Berry, everybody. And then uh, I saw someone talking about this book, this new book by Rick Rubin called The Creative Act, A Way of Being. And my partner laughs at me because I did not actually know who Rick Rubin was, but... I also kind of love that I didn't know who he, he was. I love that there are people out there doing amazing work and not everybody knows who they are. Um, but so he wrote this book and I heard someone talking about it and it sounded so beautiful. So I heard the little call to go get it and I did and I was reading it and he is a very successful, like top, can't get any better at what he does, music producer. And he's written this really human, lovely book. It reminds me a lot of The Artist's Way, but like a more modern kind of edible version because his writing is so concise and beautiful and elegant. Um, but he talks about creativity being like a fundamental aspect of being a human being. And then he goes on to talk a lot about like where we where we allow our attention to go and how we're paying attention during our day. And I want to read a little excerpt from the book because it's so beautiful. And I, we read it in our group and it was just, just really gorgeous. So I'm going to read it to you. It's a little bit long, but just listen in. So it says, those who do not engage in the traditional arts might be wary of calling themselves artists. They might perceive creativity as something extraordinary or beyond their capabilities a calling for the special few who are born with these gifts. Fortunately, this is not the case. Creativity is not a rare ability. It's not difficult to access. Creativity is a fundamental aspect of being a human. It's our birthright and it's for all of us. Creativity doesn't exclusively relate to making art. We all engage in this act on a daily basis. To create is to bring something into existence that wasn't there before. It could be a conversation, the solution to a problem, a note to a friend, the rearrangement of furniture in a room, a new route home to avoid a traffic jam. What you make doesn't have to be witnessed, recorded, sold, or encased in glass for it to be a work of art. Through the ordinary state of being, we are already creators in the most profound way creating our experience of reality and composing the world we perceive. To live as an artist is a way of being in the world, a way of perceiving, a practice of paying attention. Refining our sensitivity to tune into the more subtle notes, looking for what draws us in and what pushes us away, noticing what feeling tones arise and where they lead. A tuned choice by attuned choice, 
your entire life is a form of self-expression. You exist as a creative being in a creative universe, a singular work of art. Rick Rubin. I felt like I wanted to like stand up, say hallelujah, stare at the sky. Like I just, anytime someone calls out the beauty and art in just being a human being, I just want to give them a hug because it is so what is on my heart. But the way he talks about the practice of paying attention at the end and that this idea we have of what artists are and what they do can really be distilled down to this practice of paying attention. And then that's where it aligns with being a human being. That when we decide that we're going to walk through our day, you know, refining what we pay attention to, looking, feeling, noticing how we feel, noticing what draws us in and pushes us away. So you're just by paying attention and noticing, you're going to be led, right? Your entire life is going to be led in this way that is uniquely tuned for you, I think. So it's a beautiful book. Um, and I started a pop-up book club. So if you're interested and you want to read along, that is happening and we have people signed up. I think we're going to start this Friday to give people time to get the book and read a little bit because I've already, it's one of those books that once you get it, it's really easy to read. So you're just going to like plow through it pretty quickly. You're not going to want to put it down and it's a thick book. Um, it feels like a tome. Um, it's really beautiful. But this idea of our sacred attention has really just been the phrase that keeps coming up for me. And it helps me, you know, when I'm getting, when I'm getting pulled in all these different directions, it's this little whisper that I can hear in my mind, your attention is sacred. And it reminds me to come back, to come back to myself, to come back to my senses to come back to the moment that I'm in. My friend, Jamie Summer Hanley, who runs the Monastic Mamas group, studio, coaching, writing, um, shared this Yiddish phrase, and it said, you cannot ride in all directions. You cannot ride in all directions. And again, this for me was just tied directly into this idea of your attention being sacred, your direction, right? We often get pulled in all directions. Our day is pulling us from the moment we wake up. It's, you know, all these different orbiting realities of work. If you have children, um, personal lives, there's just so much that you're trying to juggle, um, and this idea that we can only really ride in one direction at a time, right? And, and I know it's this, I've always had a little bit of a resistance, a little bit of a cringe when people talk about being the present, right? This like mindfulness. Um, 
something about, I mean, I think for all of us, there's just a way that we can receive information. And for me, that has always felt, I've felt a little resistance to it, even though I fully like practice it, (laughs) but just the words, something about it has never felt great. So, you know, this kind of roundabout way, I'm able to get excited about it (laughs) and think, yes, yes. Like, I just want to be paying attention to these small moments and treating my attention as something sacred, something to be revered, something that belongs to me, right? That I get to decide where to put it. And I think that's the piece too. Like at the heart of it, when we treat our attention as sacred, we treat ourselves as sacred, we treat our lives as as something really personal, something that belongs to us, that we, we get to decide, right? Instead of just feeling like we're at the mercy, right? Of all of the things. There was another, another piece in the Rick Rubin book where he he suggested as like this practice, he's like, instead of watching the news every day, try reading a chapter in any great book of literature every day. So don't watch the news this week. Go find a book that you've always wanted to read and read a chapter in it every day and see how paying attention to something beautiful makes you feel, right? I think that's a good homework assignment for us people. Let's do it. And, uh, and report back. I'd love to hear what you read. <laughs> I'm going to go to the library today. If I can get away from my kiddo, maybe I'll just look on my shelf. I think I might have some good stuff. I don't have a lot of old stuff, but um, yeah, I think that's a good challenge. I just came up with it. Let's do it. So have a beautiful week. Happy reading. And uh, check out Amelia Ruby and treat yourself as sacred and your attention. Lots of love. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to share it, comment on it, leave a review. I'd love to hear from you. Also, I'm going to put a link to the Substack. So head on over there if you want to jump into the book club space. It's going to be so fun and do your homework and then reach out. I'd love to hear how it makes you feel. Lots of love.